Well, it's such an honor to be here and to read with Ryan is a, a long dreamed of event for me and uh, I'm happy about your new book and uh, happy you're here and that I'm here more like it you're here all the time but I, I'm just here for a little while <clears throat> but it's wonderful to be here and uh, I just want to read one poem before I begin with my own poems uh, by the beautiful Swedish poet who died recently, Thomas Tronströmer. This poem is called Balakirov's Dream. It's dated 1905 and it's set during the Russo-Japanese War. The black grand piano, the gleamy spider, stood quivering in the center of its music net. The sounds in the concert room composed a land where stones were no heavier than dew. Balakirev, though, fell asleep during the music. I meant to say, sorry, that Balakirev was a Russian composer in the years 1837 to 1910. So Balakirov, though, fell asleep during the music, and in his dream he saw the Tsar's carriage. It was rolling over, cob over the cobblestones and straight on into the croaking, cawing night. He was sitting alone inside the cab, watching. Also, he was running alongside the road. He knew the trip had been long already, and the face on his watch showed years, not hours. A field appeared in which a plow stood, and the plow was a bird just leaving the ground. A bay appeared where a, destroy a, a destroyer stood, ice locked, lights out, people on deck. The carriage rolled away over ice, the wheels spinning and spinning with a sound like silk. A destroyer of the second class, Sevastopol, he was on it. The crew came toward him. If you can play, this is in quotes, if you can play, you won't have to die. Then they showed him an amazing instrument it looked like a tuba or an old phonograph or a section of some unheard of machine. Helpless and afraid, suddenly he realized it is the device that is used to power naval ships. He turned to the sailor standing, next, standing nearest, waved his hand in despair and said, imitate me. Make the sign of the cross, make the sign. The sailor stared full of grief like a blind man, opened his arms out, let his head fall. He hung there as if nailed to the air. Here are the drums, here are the drums, applause. Balakirev woke up from his dream. Applause wings were flapping about the room. He watched the man at the grand piano stand up. Outdoors a strike had darkened the city streets. Carriages for hire rolled swiftly 
through the night. So um, I have a, a sequence of poems. Um, it's called Friend. And uh, Brian Teer was here recently, and apparently he made a little booklet of it and has sent it to us here, but it hasn't arrived yet. Um, but I can't wait to see it. Maybe some of you knew him when he was here. Um, I know you did, Brian. So I'll read this uh, sequence. It starts out uh, with a quotation from Shackleton's diary, the uh, Ernest Shackleton, the Antarctic explorer, uh, and it's about his ship, the Endurance. He he, uh, this ship went down. I was thinking it's just a hundred years ago. The ship went down in 1915. So the quote is from his diary. He says. The ship is slowly giving up her sentient life. I cannot write about it. Next to where their ship went down, they pitched their linen tents. You, mountain climbing, mountain climbing, wearing your dead father's flight jacket. My scalp is alive. Love touched it. My eyes are open water, yours too. Sitting in the dark Baltimore bar, drinking Coke with you, with your inoperable cancer, with your meds. No tent, no care what we look like, what we say. Later that night in my room, looking into the mirror, to tell the truth, I was loved. I looked right through into nothing. This is called Hospice. I wore his hat as if it was the rumpled coat of his body, like I could put it on. The coat of his hair, of his brain, its glitter. He gave it to me, something he'd worn. He didn't touch his dog. Touch was too much. He didn't let her go. I felt his hat on my head like a hand, though his hat was on the floor just by my chair. I went on drinking water as if there was more water. I went on living on earth as if there was still life on earth. I remembered like an islander, my island, like a calving iceberg air, like jazz, rumpled, like its glitter, worn hand by my chair. I thought I'd have to listen, hard. I didn't even swallow, but nothing from you stopped. Isn't there something in me, like the dogs I've heard at home, who bark all night from hunger, something in me like trains leaving. Isn't there something in me like a gun? I wanted to be loud squirrels around the tree's feet, 
Bees coming back and back to the wooden porch, wanting something, and wooden planks wanting something to go back into a tree. I want to go back to you, who when you were dying said, there are one or two people you don't want to let go of. Here too, where I don't let go of you. Down on the street, a man's voice every night at 10. God, 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 I love you, God, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, God, God. Everyone breathing hard to get through, to get through soon to the air. A word in everybody's mouth. You must have trusted some word that time in the half underwater cave when you dove and came up someplace else and called to me, come on. Both you and he were there. I woke up, saw just you, rumpled cloth hat, eyes closed. I moved my head and lost you. Do I still need to disguise you in my dream? Oh, North Star, disguise what? My friend, I can still smell your clothes. Salt, light, the dog, and you. My words to you are the stitches in a scarf I don't want to finish. Maybe it will come to be a blanket to hold you here, love not gone anywhere. I'm going to sleep now in case you visit my dream. Full moon on your left temple, that nickel-sized circle of whiter skin under your straight black hair. I love it specially as if it is my secret from before. I'd get you a glass of champagne if we were still in that hollow of sand and rock above the beach, talking by listening. If you were still breathing, our purpose, no purpose. Return in dream, you to your place, me to mine. Across the street from each other, we both turn back. You wait, short of breath. I run back across the street. You wait, your open jacket. The cars are kind also, and wait. God to be born into no oxygen then into breathing. Are all the things that never happened okay? The wide river at dawn, the hippo's lifted face, the slow violet curtains of Antarctic light hide you under the shadow of their wings. 
and all the things that came, the awful, and then love on earth, okay? My own friend, where you are? You're gone in the daytime, but you're still here at night. I'm going to sleep again now, just in case. Not God, not you quite, either, come. While underground, your mother bites her wrist vein open to let you drink. Then, no friend, no you, under the subway light, no you, wanting a hand, asking anyone, can you help me to speak? You speak. I'm not without you, friend, but without stars, skin and fingers, borders, not separated out. Here you get past everything all at once. I remember everything, that white tree, and what was never there to remember, I remember, as if I've come upon a whole room full of clay books that I can read with my fingers, as we once read each other, younger than water, remember? And if transformation comes, I could compare it maybe to a train in Tolstoy, already having forgiven everything, forward and backward. The train is saying, come on, I'm writing on a tablecloth, I love you. Uh, is the mic working okay? Oh, good. Okay, these are some separate poems. This is um, for for Marina Svetaeva, uh, the Russian poet of the early 20th century. Her last year. Rest your mouth. Rest your music. Rest your walking around. Sit down. Drink. Eat. With my eyes, I see you eat stones. I see you eat bones. You eat mud. You eat the light. I don't recognize anything. Not a sign, a cut, a knife, a dark wood, a net. I recognize everything. The sign, the cut, the knife, the dark wood, the net. This is a poem for Paul Ceylon. God of rooms, of this room made of taken away papers and books, of removal, this single room made of taken away, empty now, God of empty rooms, God of one unable to speak, God of turned over boats in the wind, God of boats and mouth and ear. Listen to someone. Be of you needful to someone.
This is uh, for Osipa Nadesh Damandashtam. Hold the finch. Hold the finch who flew into the window till he can fly. But the window flies into his face over and over. This is the last note she ever heard from her husband. It's send warm poems, send warm poems, send warm clothes, send money. Not knowing the last part, when or how would you die in want of warm clothes, money for the last part, no longer granted your friend. She took her pocketbook, her clothes, set out, no company, no deeds, a horde of words. Lie down, living human thought. Let your anxious glance, like a house cat's glance, ask in its speechless rising and setting, do I concern you? Am I there? Now, these are a few new, newer ones. Note in winter. Clear window for now. I, human animal, with heat and ceiling, risk. I gave you some bad, worn memories. I know you will not leave, but risk. The iron plow scraping past, and no snow. It's called 10 Degrees. From her sidewalk newspaper blanket, she asks for a sandwich, as if from a mother. The street has the white look of winter, the subway's flood. Mother, you have to think with water. When I woke up, our time was lost. No standing in physics, the unconscious. I washed our friend's old rug and laid it across the table. Mandostam, the river was shining, silver as a plow. Your friend, Natasha, the lame girl, walking ahead, held back her hand to you on the street. Come on, I've got the rug. And you said, Where did I put you down, dear? The world is worse, but I can hear your heart so steady, louder. Someone taken, beating a rug. When I woke up, my friend was there with me. We were on the island of no going beyond. Why do they call the dead the never returners? You brought vegetables up from the kitchen, whistling to let me know you were approaching the steps. And even here, two days after you died, 
We talked on West 17th Street. Then everything complicated, swift and gear. This is a self-portrait of Rembrandt. I can't look up out of the sadness, only here along with your sadness, in the line of your black hat, the line around the crown of my head gets stronger when people come and go between us. From the first time I saw you, when I was young, you held me in your own understanding exhaustion. This the uh, 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 oh I want to read one because it has this be the last one I read it's it's got the Big Bang in it too uh, yeah yeah this is uh, uh, notes from a lecture by Sir Roger Penrose a British mathematician and um, I heard him on the radio and then I went on YouTube to see him and. He's the most wonderful teacher you ever saw. He'll say something like, um, before us came the remote future, a succession of eons. But you don't have to worry about that, he says. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> the, the drain is perfectly smooth. It doesn't look smooth from here, but it is. He's very, very gentle to his... Uh, in this case, it was a Polish audience who had the kind of UN language translator in their ear and looked quite befuddled, even so. But he's, he's a wonderful hero of mine since I heard him. And so I'll read you this notes from a lecture by Sir Roger Penrose. Before the Big Bang came the remote future, out of the heaviness turning, then opening, spreading like fast water, open, crossover. It's hard to talk about what you know. Sir Roger is projecting transparencies. His hand-drawn diagrams look like breasts and fields of tipping hourglasses. Before us came the remote future, a succession of eons, but you don't have to worry about that. The joint is perfectly smooth. It doesn't look smooth from this angle, but it is. Thank you.